Welcome back to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. And this episode is How to Build a Web3 Audience Part 2. And really, it's not this definitive boundaries and the set of lists and rules of what how to build a Web3 audience. It's really just an ongoing conversation, right? And at the end of the day, we're really just talking about marketing and content strategy, right? So this can really apply to all fields, but in particular, if you're an artist, you're a creator, and you're just trying to put your work out there, get some feedback, build an audience, you know, get that kind of feedback and engagement with your your fans, your supporters. I mean, this is what we're looking to do. And I want to start the episode off with a quote, which is, the best way to attract a crowd is to have a crowd. Meaning, when people see crowds, it's the greatest marketer out there because you know people just are curious, right? Naturally, they want to see what's going on. And so, in episode one, you know, we're really talking about just kind of how to identify where your audience is, kind of maybe where to navigate in this crazy world of social media and, and such like that. So part two, we're going to assume that we've kind of learned those initial steps. We know where we are. We're starting to engage in Twitter spaces. We're starting to engage in some social audio. And we're really thinking about, well, do we want to drop our music NFT project? And we're kind of at kind of a a 200 level course level uh, of where we are in terms of how to build a Web3 audience. And so there's a couple ways to do this. And I'll just outline a few different examples, you know, of course, when you talk about being a content creator, you know, I really want to reiterate this for those listening, especially if you're an artist or creator yourself, which is, you know, if you are an artist, like a music artist, you have to be able to look in the mirror and understand that you're staring into the eyes of a content creator. The career that you're trying to build lives and dies with your ability to produce and put out content. It doesn't matter if you put out something great, if you are not consistently putting out content, you know, it's just going to stop. It's not gonna keep working for you. And so you have to build and design a system of consistency that works for you as an artist. That's why in last week's episode, I was really trying to point into the fact of, you know, part of this content strategy is understanding you know, as a content creator, which platforms work for you? Which platforms kind of most naturally come to you? Are you better at sharing ideas through means like Twitter and mediums like Twitter? Or are you better at kind of illustrating visually through pictures, videos, and just using captions? Or has TikTok showed you that you really are this kind of multimedia short format or short video format content creator where you can edit different things, you can splice sounds together on top of, you know, captions and videos and and you're, you know, almost becoming a mini uh, movie producer, you know, on TikTok if you're a content creator in that way. So they all have their strengths and weaknesses and you have to try and find the ones that align with your personal strengths and so it's kind of easiest to you. And the reason why that's so important isn't just because you want it to be easy, but it's because... The real name of the game is consistency. Consistency is really what matters. And I don't mean three weeks consistency. I mean 
I mean, at the very least, three months, six months, a year, three years. I mean, really, really, you know, putting your head down and and working on just producing and creating content and not letting yourself getting, you know, being too emotionally disappointed when some of the early feedback isn't as strong as you want it to be. So going back to the title, right, how to build a Web3 audience, you know, it's really the same thing about how to build a Web2 audience, but here's kind of the good fortune if you're a music creator trying to build a Web3 audience is that there is a high demand for great content in Web3. You know, a lot of there's a lot of speculators, there's a lot of people on the sidelines, kind of the peanut gallery chiming in, chirping in, seeing what's out there. But in terms of actual builders, actual content creators, there aren't that many and there aren't and especially there aren't that many really great ones. So if you are have something to really show for yourself, if you are making anything. I mean, of course when we say content creator, it could be absolutely anything, but because the name of this podcast is specifically the greatest music NFT podcast show. You know, we are going to keep it, you know, tailor made to the music industry, but I just, you know, these are ideas that can really expand across the board here. And so I just want to be respectful to those that are potentially listening that aren't music NFT creators, because this can still totally be, you know, applicable to what you're building or what you're trying to do in Web3 as well. And then we get to music NFTs, you know, say you do want to do your own release and, you know, hopefully in upcoming episodes sooner than later, you know, I'll be, I'll be able to discuss this, but what the real kind of meta of today feels like now that we're very much in this bear market, a lot of the 2020, 2021 craze bull market that seems like it was a little artificially inflated, right, has kind of come and gone. I think everyone's starting to, you know, cooler heads are prevailing. People are understanding it's not all about the money grab. And I think it's the perfect time to shine. If you've got great content, the Web3 audience wants you. They need you. They want to see you. They want to support you. And so, you know, we've talked about free mints on this podcast. We, I know there are open editions and we haven't quite broached that topic yet and possibly we will in the future. But even just putting out free NFTs just to show, I mean, what's the difference of putting it out on Spotify if you have no listeners? I mean, that's essentially putting out content for free or putting it out on YouTube. And so you, you don't have to think of it as, oh my gosh, I'm not making money on this, right? So if you're trying to build a Web3 audience, maybe you got to do a little kind of prove it so they can believe you, trust you, support you, and then they're with you and they're rocking with you. And if you do want to put out you know, a mint that costs some money, costs some ETH, costs whatever, then it's okay because you've, you've proven yourself, you've gotten trust within your own audience that you're building. And say you then have that crowd, right? Well, say you're doing Twitter spaces, and we're going to get into this in just a second, but you know, say your personal content strategy is you're going to do a weekly Twitter space, you know, and the idea is that your supporters come and join you. You try to find a time that works for everybody if possible. This is a global audience situation when you're doing it on Twitter and online and things of that nature, but you know, you do, you do your best to, to support your audience and your fans and stuff like that. So say that's the deal, right? And because Twitter Spaces is this publicly facing broadcast and it shows up at the top of your feed, you know, so if anyone you're following is listening or engaging in a Twitter Spaces, you will probably most likely see that Twitter Spaces if you scroll through that, you know, little search bar. 
Well, that's what I mean back to kind of that original quote of the best way to attract a crowd is to have a crowd. And so if there's three people, six people, 12 people, 20 people, you can then tap in. And what's cooler than you're that first time listener in a space, you see people that you know, and you're like, well, I know them. So I'm kind of curious to see like what they're checking in on. People like to learn, people like to, you know, see new things and and suddenly you're like listening to this new artist or you're hearing somebody talk about, you know, NFTs or, or music or something. And it's you're like, oh, like, okay, so this is what's going on. And so that's the whole idea. And you just rinse and repeat that time and time again, back to consistency, right? So there are core underlying themes here because at the end of the day, this is really just marketing strategy. And Web3, nothing's really changing in that respect to you got to show up. Nothing speaks louder than consistency. I mean, really, really showing up. And it's like honorable. That's how I feel about it. I mean, even when I was starting out this podcast, you know, like you do Twitter spaces and no one shows up. But to me, it's like, okay, good. Like this is part of it. This is part of, you know, getting in early and and just getting into the mud and just jumping into things. And suddenly you might just have one or two people, but they might be your one or two most dedicated people. You may want to evolve into a world where you are even creating your own kind of channel, your own little virtual ecosystem. So say you go create a Discord server or a Telegram channel or somewhere where you know it's a dedicated space for your listeners and audiences in particular. Those most dedicated people could possibly and potentially then become your community managers, your community moderators, right? I mean, part of what you're hoping to potentially do again is, you know, build a team, assemble, you know, like-minded individuals who believe in the cause and support you. I mean, that's what you're trying to do in Web2 too. I mean, if you're a broke artist and I mean, you're you're looking for an engineer or, you know, recording engineer who believes in you, you're looking for a music producer who believes in your, in your sound and your talent, you know, not everyone's just, you know, paying everybody off like, you know, as soon as they can. You know, a lot of times it's a little bit of, you know, asking for help, doing favors, uh, you know, or someone just kind of leaning an arm out going, hey, I believe in what you're doing. I want to like, is there some how I can help? And you're like, well, is there something, you know, with Discord? Is there something, you know, with, you know, creating up AI bots? Is there something, you know, about marketing on Twitter or on social media? Is there something, you know, about setting up X, Y, and Z, you can start having these back channel conversations. So to me, it's actually very important to keep a close eye on the very few who are dedicated and loyal to you in the very beginning. You know, everyone just wants a hundred people to jump into a Twitter space 20 seconds after they started. I mean, that's just not going to happen until you're six months in, a year in, right? I mean, there are definitely, I mean, I don't want to like specifically name anybody just out of the concern that they feel like it's disrespectful. But I mean, I have personally and single-handedly watched people who start with literally nobody in their spaces or nobody kind of in their community. And you see them months later and it's like, they've got a, a team, an arsenal of people. And you're like, well, that's what it's all about. It's that grind. It's that consistency. It's that commitment and that faith in yourself. And it's showing up. And it's showing up in Web3. And that's why it's such a perfect time to try and build an audience here. Because if you've got the content, if you've been trying to do this same thing in Web2 and are going like, well, I'm already doing all that. All right, well, point it at Web3 then. But this is also 
to those who are already kind of pointed at Web3 and are like, well, I'm still not sure what to do. So it's to both. And I really, really advocate for those who have been trying to do some content strategy in Web2 and maybe not seeing those results to really give it a shot in the Web3. Find that Web3 audience. And if you've got content that can really you know, speak for itself, man, I'm trying to tell you your time is now. So pay close attention to your loyal, you know, close, earliest uh, listeners, supporters, contributors, you know, and, and show respect. You got to give respect to get respect, right? I mean, that's how the game goes. And, and then it evolves. I was actually thinking in this episode, we would be able to have the time to kind of break down the, the intricacies of what may be that next level channel looks like. So say you do move to Discord and you create your own server and it's like, what should be the, the bells and whistles and the breakdown of channels you have? And, and should you have a community mo- moderator? And when is the right time to kind of assemble all that? So if we don't have a part three of this, because like I said, you know, at the very, very beginning that this is just an ongoing conversation of kind of content media strategy. It's just being able to identify what works with you it's identifying your audience, where they are. It's identifying your early loyal supporters. It's knowing when to identify the inflection points of when to assemble a team and kind of push that envelope a little further, when to take things a little bit more seriously, start to elevate it, start to expand the network. And social audio is one of these great tools because, it, like I said, it's this publicly outward-facing thing that can kind of snowball effect itself. So with consistency, with exposure, with kind of a growing network, people following each other, that's another, you know, pro tip, by the way, is that if you suddenly are, say, in a Twitter space and you have five people that don't know each other that show up because of you, so you're the common denominator, you're the connection between everybody else, you then, you should strongly suggest that everyone there follow each other. Right, Because it's not just about everyone following you, but it's you making sure you're creating that discourse of engagement between your followers. You're creating this kind of virtual family. And there's all different kinds of great little places you can go to, to do these hangouts. It doesn't just have to be Discord. It doesn't just have to be Twitter spaces or a Telegram channel. You know, Shout out to Crypto Arcade, one of my favorite um, Web3 companies that's been building for uh, as long as I've been in crypto, essentially. And they have a great kind of virtual hangout place where you can do all kinds of things. You can, you know, watch streams, you can broadcast, you can play games. There's like mini, like virtual go-karting. You can, you know, video stream, audio stream, whatever you want to do. And it's like a virtual hangout, kind of like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like a virtual hangout. You have little pixel characters so you can, you know, create like a character for yourself and kind of walk around. So it's like kind of like a, almost like a metaverse. So I'm going to leave you on that note. We can break down all that stuff, but you know, this, like I said, it's just another iteration of how to build this Web3 audience. So if you are a content creator, really the name of the game is put out content, free NFT, whatever, whatever it takes, build the, you know, the trust within your audience, get that crowd. So others then get curious, the crowd then gets bigger, it grows organically. And that's what we're looking for. So that's the episode, folks. I am your host, Beeksvab. This is the greatest music NFT podcast show. 
You can follow us on Twitter at TGMNFTPod. Of course, you know that short for the Greatest Music NFT Podcast Show. We are also uploading clips almost daily, definitely weekly, on TikTok, in YouTube, and anywhere you are streaming this podcast. And if you are listening to these closing words, we appreciate you. I hope you know that. And I hope you follow us back so you can uh, see the love. And we love to hear from you. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know you can always chime in, and we're happy to listen. So that's it for this week. We will be here next week, same time, new episode. We will see you then. We'll be right back.